Queen's Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Singleton. And as a child of the 80s, I'd love to say queens rule, but they don't. Queens lead. Being a queen means you are worthy to be a leader of people. The guests on our show do exactly that. They are leading the way in their businesses, families, and communities. They're taking their rightful place in the spotlight, leading and inspiring the developing queens in all of us. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Queen's Lead Podcast. Today, I am so ecstatic to be joined by Angela Misciano. She is the owner of Yoga Mountain Day Spa. Welcome, Angela. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here today. Thank you so much for being here. You look fantastic. I love the earphones. You got the whole background. Everything's looking good on the (laughs) YouTube channel. Good job. Good job. I don't know what I'm doing. So... Tell us a little bit about Angela. I understand you're kind of a city girl turned country girl here in Oklahoma. Very much so. Like a Green Acres is is (laughs) my joke about it. I'm 52 years old and I landed in the country when I turned 50. That was a revolutionary year for me. Not only did I turn 50 years old, but yeah, I went from being an island girl as a child in Hawaii, but also downtown Honolulu is bustling, a lot of tourism. So I was still plunged even on on an island still plunged into the city environment. So already was raised as a city slicker Islander, then moved to Texas and Oklahoma and was still city slicker, just not Islander anymore. And now I'm just none of the above. I'm just in the country, but I'm really starting to feel like my anxiety level and everything is getting lower and the slower pace is actually very good for me. And there's a lot of pros and cons, but there's certainly a lot of pros, more pros as time goes on. It was a pandemic that thrust me here. And then I started to manifest dreams and things for the community and for myself. And, you know, then they started to just happen. And they're starting to happen. They're starting to, they are starting to fall into place even more, but it's been two years already. And we're, we're just at the ground floor of everything but just still growing, still expanding, going up, building up. We're going to, so it's not just one level of an old telephone company built in the sixties. It will now be a two story. So we're building on top. Nice. So it's going to be a destination, an oasis. If you, if you will, you know, an oasis for for people to come and have a good vibe. And that's why I want to keep the vibe really good. And I've got to work so much on myself. So these last two years have been great because they have humbled me. Um, <laughs> that's, 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 How so? that's my theme. You know, I was thinking a lot about the questions and prepping for all this. And I, and I thought, what was, what was it that really stuck out for me? And I'd say humble, humbled by people in the community that just started attacking me. Ah, talk about that. So like, where you're 50, you're fabulous, you're female, and you're starting over in a new place with a business that you're growing. And a baby. And, and a baby menopause. And, uh, you know, where but brain what about fog the is a real thing, but there's so many haters. And I thought I was used to haters because I'd had dealt with it my whole life because I've been in the limo biz and an entertainment industry, just been around things that brought that already to the forefront. So I thought, surely, as I got into my 50s, we're going to have less mean girl. 
we're going to have less judgment. We're going to have less of that behavior and hating. And it's actually not really any different. And I've raised daughters. I have yeah, three, you know three the daughters. And so, you know, I've just never been able to escape it. And it just, I finally <laughs> realized you won't, you won't. But being a small business owner, you have a lot of lessons to learn. And so I'm actually glad that it's taken longer than I had anticipated and wanted. I've become very impatient at times in the journey. And I thought to myself, well, there's a reason now I'm figuring it out because I needed to be humbled. Mm. And now I'm really uh, just rising up from the ashes of being just super slammed down and humbled. That's awesome. By, by life, by that- people. That's something that everyone deals with. Situations. Yeah. yeah. When we go to start a new business, sometimes you think you're going to have all these cheerleaders on your side, especially your friends and family and old acquaintances and school friends and people out of the work woodwork going to come cheer you on. But sounds like you maybe didn't have that exact experience. How did you not what did exact. you experience about half and half? And I mean, actually, I can't say that. I say more, more support and positivity for sure, and a great support system. But the it's negative actually, people seem the louder. negative people seem louder. I think right, it's that right? I'm, giving, yes. I'm giving too much energy. That's it to those yeah. people, um, and that's and that's making my my statistics. I'm not good at numbers and math, <laughs> and that's making me probably way off. I think it's just the way I have felt lately, and so mm-hmm. just have to get that confidence. You know, I just feel like I'm always having to give myself those little pep talks, and so this podcast came at a really good time for me because I was like, you know, Angela, you need to pep talk yourself into how you're going to, you know, what you're going to say and what your message is going to be. And I thought, you know, it's just going to flow now because I'm going to just say, Hey, it's been crazy lately, but I'm back on track, full steam ahead, freight train. Woo, woo. So that's it. So what is your message? What's the message that you're trying to bring to your community with yoga mountain day spa? So I'm in a very, very rural community. There is less than 200 people in this town, but it wasn't always that way. Franklin Roosevelt himself stayed in one of the houses on Main Street that's just right around the corner from where I live. And wow. he, he came through here when he was president to come to the wildlife refuge, because if you recall, Teddy Roosevelt was, he was quite the hunter and the nature enthusiast, activist, what have you. And yeah. so, so wildlife and this and that was his thing, conservation core, blah, blah. So he came down here and they took a town that was called Parkersburg and turned it into Roosevelt. And there was a bank and and a grocery store and it was thriving and schools and this and that. And then all that shut down. They stopped having school there in 94, I think. Wow. Somewhere in that area. Anyway, so long story short, it's just dwindled down. But this building is here and my boyfriend's business is here. And so when I moved down here during the pandemic, because I didn't want to be in the city alone, I was scared. I was petrified. And then my granddaughter, it was announced to me that she was on the way. And so I was like, kind of derailed with all my business stuff. Yeah. So my mission is going to be to serve the way that I wanted to when I came down here. I saw this building and it was a telephone company and it's a multidimensional building. It's got several little cubby hole room type you know it's it's beautiful there's a front area but then we have tanning and then we have massage and we have a kitchen area and then we you know have a yoga exercise dance fitness space bar um and now we're just continuing to expand so i think the message would be for a safe space a safe positive space with positive vibes 
a destination for the people out here in this rural area. There, it could be some opportunities for them to have things they would not normally have access to. They're building a casino. The mountains are here, the Wichita Mountains, Quartz Mountain. I look up every day at beautiful mountains, but it's small farm communities. What I'm bringing, my message is somewhat foreign. It is city driven, but I'm countrifying it. <laughs> Yeah. Every day I'm bringing something here that people are open to and more people will become more open to it as they become more comfortable and they see us flourishing as we're opening up and expanding and building and so forth. I think people will say, oh, she hung in there. She stuck it out. It's going to be okay. I really believe, and especially once the private event space is open, we start bringing comedians and and live music and belly dancing and I mean, yeah, all all of the fun things that out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, kind of isn't that how Vegas started? You're kind of like, okay, so (laughs) let me see if I'm hearing this right. You're kind of like, and there's gonna be a big patio up there. You're kind of like a mall (laughs) to offer self care and fun, vibey stuff to small town people. Yeah. And then bring, yeah. And then bring even the people, even bringing people from the little, bigger towns around that are 30 or 40 minutes away. Hey, let's go check out that yoga mountain. They're doing yeah. some cr- crazy thing over there tonight. Oh yeah. yeah because I've lived out here. Exactly. I've lived out here long enough to know that after a while on a Friday and a Saturday, you're like, Hmm, what would, there's be nothing fun? else to do. Right. Yeah. So we might offer yeah. food and drinks and entertainment, something that they don't have in patio space. And then we're nice. going to build a third level on top of it with patio space. So wow. we're going to just, we're just going to make it something I've always thought since I came to the Southwestern part of the, you know, the continent, I've always thought it's really a patio life. It's, it's really, I think it's cool down here. I think it'll be okay. You know, yeah, that's we'll just, awesome. We'll just, we'll just hang out and, and enjoy it and, and just build on it. So yeah, I'm trying to bring, yes. Well, like, like I said, positive vibes of wellness and self-care and I've talked to some people out on the west coast that are trying to create safe space and sometimes women have tended to gravitate to my space and they say things like I don't want to go home tonight to my husband or my boyfriend or my kids I want to stay here and talk and I thought hey I am doing something here and it's and it's a spinoff because I'm not trying I'm trying to cater to everybody Mm -hmm. but it seems like I have to meet some females where they are, all females where they are, no doubt. But um, I'm learning about how to meet them where they are. And I'm learning that that's really important through talking to some other women that are kind of doing what I've, I'm trying to do, that they've already successfully done it for 10 plus years, 20 plus years, giving me really good advice long distance. They're like, okay, sister, this is how it is. And this is what you need to do. And so I'm like branching off even into that, even to trying to understand the people that come at me with the adversity. Where are they coming from? Why are they coming this way? And what can I do next time to be more prepared for that that left field ball? I've actually been hit by a ball at a baseball <laughs> in the head, a fly ball. Right in the head. That, I had another fly ball happen, uh, but I've probably had a few and just didn't quite categorize it as that bad. Yeah. But that's what this most recent one was. So it humbled me. And it taught me a lot. And so I'm just going to keep getting up every day and showing up and not giving up. 
Well, that's the way you have to do it. That's the only way. My 80 year old grandmother told me at a time in my life when I was so depressed, I couldn't get off the couch. I was ready to swallow pills, ready to die. Like no one, not that I didn't like, I didn't want to be here, but I didn't think people needed me. I thought they'd be better off, but those words just keep moving. Just keep going. But that's where I was Just keep going. That's where I was too. If I was to go really dig deep into my core of who I am, I would have to be honest about, um, you know, having to go inpatient therapy for mental health issues. And I'm not ashamed to tell that story. And that would be a whole other podcast. Right. Me too. Well, we can make it about that. We can can do that. (laughs) I need to probably tell my story because I think it would help me to feel better. I'm getting to the point where I don't really cry near as much in life. And so I'm not crying as much when I tell my story. Um, So I'm getting closer and closer to healing on that. Um, You know, I, the the economy's been a challenge. COVID was a challenge. Construction work's been a challenge. I want to keep meeting all those challenges, but I've got to have good mental health for that. Yeah. So, so what I'm do you really do gonna... today to to keep your mental health in check after all of that hmm. and your recovery? What are what are your most important action steps that you take every day that keep you where you need to be? Yoga and meditation for sure. Those yeah. two things. Nature. It's very quiet out here and peaceful in the country. And I would say those are those are good things for somebody that suffers anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, somebody like me. I, I feel that being out here, it's a slower pace. And so I've gotten more relaxed. And so I'm not near as bad as I used to be. And I do have coping skills now. I know that I can walk outside and take a deep breath or you know, I can come up here into my meditation room where I'm at right now and do some meditation. I know that I can do some yoga. I know that I can listen to a podcast. Yeah. To other inspiring women. So what do you want to say to the listeners that, that are maybe struggling with those out of the park ball hits to the head? Like what's going on, man? How, how do you deal with it? I think you have to keep your support system really strong. Yes. I'd say the thing that's helped me the most is people just literally in my ear every day, day in and day out. You can't listen to what other people say. You can't react. You can't let it affect you. You can't, you can't, you can be strong. You can continue to do what you're doing. I mean, there's positivity in there. Don't get me wrong, but it's a lot of Angela, you're going to have to learn basically to force yourself to understand that you have got to continue to march and you can't sit and wallow in that area where you get depressed because somebody in the community is raging on you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And I want to, I would love to meet everybody in the community where they're at. The main beef was they thought that they were going to write my narrative as a business owner here and tell me what type of branding to have for my yoga. And I was told to walk my path. I've been in yoga 20, uh, 30 years, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to, they, I was told to walk my path. And so, and to make my own brand of yoga, when yoga mountain finally became a reality. I was told to brand it to my own style of yoga and that's what I'm doing. And it's not fitting everybody's narrative. We want everybody here, whether they're vegan or non-vegan, we want everybody here, no matter who their higher power is and see, this is making people upset that I won't get into politics and religion. 
Mm-hmm. And those are two things as a child of the 80s, the 70s and the 80s. That's how I was raised. You don't talk about those things. So that's just a part of that's I'm wired to that. And mm-hmm. I can like vibe and flow with just about anything. But I'm just that's that's just who I am. So I just don't want those two things. I've yeah, I've shoveled tiles in 108 degree temperatures when we got this building. I put sweat equity into it. So I that's should right. be able to say if I want politics or not and so the answer is no and so I'm a welcoming space that's the word I really want to get out to everybody look at yoga mountain day spa as a welcoming space as this place Mm -hmm. you a place you can come to that's judgment free regardless of sexual orientation religion political affiliations just yes come and enjoy yourself and have fun here I really just think it's so boring everybody all that's all everybody wants to talk about all I want to talk about over here is let's have fun let's do some belly dancing yeah let's do some cardio burlesque I mean yeah I think people um sometimes not just in rural areas everywhere and women and men just uptight let's let go and have some fun yeah, loose. Let it go. For real. Let and that so, shit go. Don't be so serious. Let's just have fun. And I see all that seriousness. And so I'm putting this bubble around me. Like, I don't yeah. want that serious vibe over here. I want this to be woo, fun zone. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm like, I'm and right I'm, zen, I'm zen on my yoga thing. I, I, I have enough savvy in the yoga field and in the yoga community as long as I've done it as a student and now I'm working into the teaching realm which is a whole different ball game and that's another podcast <laughs> um not just being a business owner of a brick and mortar but going through these certifications and trainings and I'm just only halfway there not even really yeah to the full 500 hour yogi master that I would love to someday be mm. but I have a baby oh I have a baby on top of everything <laughs> Yeah, so relearn. tell us about that. I had to relearn. Not how to your be... baby at 53. No, it's my granddaughter, <laughs> but she is my baby, you know, because yeah, I've it. had her had her since day five. And uh, so she's a blessing and that's the all there is to it. But of course, things did have to go to the back burner. And I realize now that I've got to cut myself some slack. Yeah, And not sure. be so hard on myself because I'm still every day in the game trying to be in the game. And taking care of her, I'm learning how to buy a USB microphone and a ring light and headphones as I'm like portioning out carrots, peas. I love it. How much protein is this girl supposed to get? Is it juice and milk? <laughs> oh, have I changed her lately? Have I showered oh, today? Hey, like- can I let me let me grab this vitamin crush energy drink? Cause it, yeah. and it's good stuff and it's good. Oh, it tastes really good. So anyway, I'm finding all the little life hacks to make it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Who have some of your biggest mentors been? I know you said you talked to some other women or men that have been in this for 10, 20, 30 years. Have you had some mentors that have helped you along the way? Oh, for sure. Um, I would say when I started my yoga journey, uh, I was 30 years of age and the ladies that I met had a contemplative community in uh, Missouri and it's still there. It's called Willow Springs. It's actually called Heart Haven, but it's in a town called Willow Springs. Mm -hmm. And these ladies are the purest hearts you would ever know. They've studied in India. They've gone to the mountaintops with the Babas and 
They're incredible yogic nuns. Um, one is from the Netherlands. The other lady is from New York. Wow. But, um, these are some incredible women. And uh, so Madhuri Ma and Shivani Lynn, I hope they're going to listen to this. Uh, they, they found me at a retreat at Beaver Lake, Arkansas, and I was a lost soul. No. I was a mother of three, three girls. That's way too many hormones. Mixed yes. With mine. <laughs> right. And no, what man could survive? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, a lot tried and hung in as long as they could. I'm totally kidding. Or uh, <laughs> anyway, that's another podcast. That's just so funny. But no, actually, they all were steadfast. Actually, I have to say that they they all loved my kids. Um, but so you know, <laughs> I I just really adore her and I feel like she's actually made me a better person so I'm so glad that I'm getting to incorporate her into this journey still nice nothing nothing bitter whatsoever just have had to make a lot of huge adjustments yeah I bet so tell us about we've heard some of the uh the services you're wanting to offer one day, like the belly dancing and concerts and patios, what are you offering to your community now that they can come and partake in? So right now I'm offering things that are about 30 miles out any direction from me. I'm doing teeth whitening and I'm offering spray tans. I'm offering bed tanning. I have also a sunless tanning option that's part of my retail. I have several retail items I'll be offering. I'll be dropping those in the fall. I'm gonna have a private label CBD products and body scrubs, coffee scrubs, uh, CBD creams, lotions, bath bombs, things of that nature. Uh, I don't wanna give away all my cool retail stuff yet. I wanna keep all those surprises, but just to know for sure, yes, we are gonna offer that. Shopping, Uh, shopping available. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and, we are, and we are doing um, my dance fitness classes, my bar classes, and my yoga classes. I'm getting people to come to um, those events while we're working on the hydrotherapy room in the locker room. We have massage chairs that they can come into. I had some women, you asked about mentors. I had some women in Oklahoma City, and they are spectacular. Uh, and they own property and businesses there. And they told me, Angela, the best advice we can give you is get in there. Because I was really feeling depressed and wondering what to do, what to do, stagnating for a while there. Mm -hmm. And things were just stagnating and everything around me was stagnating. And I had to like go into bitch mode and decide what was best for me. And this is what happened. And this was my hairdresser in the city. And it's hard when you have to break up with a hairdresser because you've two hours away. So I just couldn't do it anymore. But anyway, so I was up there and she says, girl, let me tell you something. I need you to get in there and claim your space. Get in there and own it. That's your building. Get in there. Make it yours. No matter what, if everything's crumbling around you. And it was at the time. And she says, make this your space. And I said, and I was like, really? And I was just a disheveled mess. And she's like, no, seriously, go home. And, and get in there and make it your space. And that's when I came in and cleaned up, cleaned house and said, all right, this is how it's got to go. And now I have a great team of people that are behind me and understand my vision. And my, my goal is to get it done and get it done correctly. And let's, let's get this show on the road and let's offer things. So in the meantime, yes, I'm offering the tanning. The spray tan is mobile. I'll be setting up mobile spray tan parties for Norman, Chickasha, Lawton. 
Nice. Um, so I was planning to bring Elgin, you know, I was trying to bring it to some, some larger rural communities and, yeah. um, you know, Lawton's pretty decent size. And so, so I was, so I've got that to offer, but, but we've got so much more on the horizon, but yeah, right now uh, we're looking for a massage therapist and I have salon positions, barber, nail, nail tech. I could, I've got all the equipment. I'm just ready for people, but it's been hard. As you know, if you've talked about challenges and that's a challenge, I think everybody's had, I don't want to let it get me down, but it's been a challenge finding people for yeah. sure. It's been a challenge, I think. So I'm hoping that as time goes on, we're so close to tying up just a few little loose ends that that's when people will come in and everybody will start finally getting back into work mode and wanting to work again. And I think people are shy to work in this industry right now, the healing industry, the contact, you know, one-on-one -on -one contact industry with people. They're afraid. I understand that. So I have to understand and just appreciate and respect the fact and have so much gratitude for the fact that I am a small business owner in 2022 and I owe it all to my boyfriend, George Garrison. He made this dream happy for me. He bought this. Shout out to George. He made this dream happen. Mm -hmm. He bought the building to make sure that, you know, this could be my forever. That's amazing. Passion place. <laughs> how long, so, how long have you guys been together? Five years. This and you September, moved from the city to be yes. there with him. Yes. And you said he has a business a there in town cat. as well. He does. It's parts world. I'm not trying to do a shameless plug. Oh, but. sure. Shameless plug parks world. What do they do? It is one of the largest um, auto salvage yards. Oh, nice. Oh, parts Oklahoma. world. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay. And people come, it's the, the, the motto or the slogan is it's worth the drive. And it is because people come from all different states to get things from him. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. He's got all like right. some, some campers and some boats out there, you know, older model, you know? Yeah. But anyway, sweet. he's, so he's got a, he's got a real, he's been doing it for 36 years. He was such a go-getter at age 20. I mean, I was in, I started working at age six. I was in radio and television and just kind of went from there. And wow. he was, and he was over here wheeling and dealing and working since about age six himself. And then working really hard during the harvest during high school. And then after he got out, he, he got parts world with in his very early twenties and just took off like a rocket and he's been, wow. Doing and so we're really, we're so different, but we're good for great for each other. So, yeah, it sounds like it. What, so tell us a little bit about you. You've mentioned to me a time or two, you've been in radio and TV since a child. So at age six, I started radio. I, I went to a, a radio station and it was in a shopping mall right outside the military base. My dad was a Marine and we lived over in Hawaii. And so uh -huh. I went over and because back then you could cruise around for several miles away from home and you, you were okay. Right. And so my parents are like shopping and I'm like over here. I mean, we were really not supervised. I just, now that I have my granddaughter, I'm like, oh my god, It was gosh. the seventies and eighties. They left us to just hear right. it. No, like yes. times. I was like, come on. So right. I, I, I just, so yeah. So I'm over here and I've got my face up against the glass and they came up to me and they said, do you want to come in and look around? It was a, it was a, an oldies or like a talk station, oldies station, news station, whatever. And it was AM, just a small little AM station, but they're like, come on in little girl. Cause I'm pressing my face on their glass. Yeah. Like, you stop that. Come in here. And that's when it exploded. And they sat me down and they had me read copy and they're like, 
we're going to put this girl on commercials and they exploited me for a while until my parents were like okay now you're going to pay my daughter to do this. <laughs> oh my gosh how funny but I would go be an intern for for uh, tv anchors on the weekends just to drive around in the Porsches you know and just over in yeah. Honolulu and just be able to go on all the cool stories and meet all the famous people and oh, cool. so I didn't need to be paid for that so I interned a heck of a lot more but when my parents were involved before I turned 18 yeah, they make sure that they were making sure I was doing radio and television commercials and getting paid for it. They got you people, paid. And I moved down here and everybody's like, oh, there's no way, you know, you'd have to be 80 years old to do all the things you've done. I thought to myself, no, I'm just coming from a place where if you've got the opportunity and you're a hustler boy, you can hustle it. All of it. That's it. And, and so, you know, some people are just like, they just, they're just like, well, whatever. And I'm just going to, just shine my beacon of of light over here and I'm telling you it is a humbling good experience it just is it is very green acres my boyfriend had to really calm me down and it's working do you have a pig named Arnold yet though that's what I need to know no no we're, (laughs) we're working on a chicken for Zoe because my granddaughter she is adorbs and she's 18 months and loves chickens her babysitter has chickens and so she kisses ceramic chickens real chickens just any chicken she'll kiss it she loves chickens oh my gosh <laughs> go so to I your wanted, nearest track but I did want to get, get that baby a chicken right and I want to get a goat for the goat <laughs> yoga a goat or two for goat yoga in the future so yeah there's animals on the horizon for sure nice and there's there's farmland and space for them that we have acquired so life wow. is good yeah life is yeah. good animals, animals awesome. are coming there will be hay shoveling at some point and I'm even going to do a yoga class for like farm poses like milking you know and my girlfriend my I have another big shout out yogi influence to Anna Swedberg and I know she'll be listening at some point because she's my other yogi guru that taught me you know how to make it work for everybody for yoga and so I'm just going to keep taking mentorship from her as well so I'm I'm truly blessed I'm just I'm truly blessed to have had some great mentors and and some wonderful people and, and done yoga at some great studios and, and met so many people and done incredible yoga retreats and, and just so, so I heard much. you say something. Yoga is for everybody, right? Are you, mm-hmm. Tell, tell us a few words about that because the 40 year old woman in me is like, can I bend into a pretzel? Do my wrists hold yeah. me up? Is this really for me? Or do you got to be 25 in yoga pants to no, succeed? That's the myth we want to dispel. If nothing else, that's another message I want to bring to the community. Uh, if, if, it's, if it's possible for people to have an open mind to understand, I, I put it right out there. And this is another thing that made people upset. I put it right out there. We're not doing religion. We're just doing yoga. Okay. And I want everybody to feel comfortable and I want them to come with any, any shape, size, you know, at some point you're going, if you stay in it and keep persistent and consistent with it. And that's the key in yoga. It is not who's the strongest, who's the fastest, who's the most badass. It is how long you give yourself the patience of weeks, months, years to build those stretches, stretch those stretches and go, oh my gosh, I remember when I couldn't do any of this. Look at me now. Yeah. And, and, and it's, but it takes a process and that's the process. And I'm just trying to meet everybody where they are with yoga to say, please come. It doesn't matter what you are or who you are. I just, just come and be a nice person. 
Just, <laughs> just be a nice, beautiful light. Come shine your beautiful light and just be a nice person. Yeah. And learn how to move and flex and get healthier in the process. That's the key. I love Well, that. I feel like yoga really, I'm telling you, when I lived in Dallas, Texas, big Metroplex, DFW, there were people there and I was going to yoga every day, two hours a day, even on Saturdays and Sundays. Mm. I mean, George would come down and see me, but I mean, I was hardcore. I didn't know anybody at the time I'd moved from Oklahoma city and I was hardcore working, you know, on yoga all the time. And that's when I decided someday I'm going to teach it someday. I'm going to do it and have some space, but, but yeah, that space in Roanoke, it, it helped to really get me to understand that if I just stay consistently in it, and after a while, I was getting, you know, to a place where I was doing really well with it and really getting in it and decided I wanted to teach it. But that's when I realized, oh, everybody's, you've got to accept everybody in it and make people feel comfortable. And yeah. so far, I think I'm building a tribe, a, excuse me, I'm so sorry about that. I'm building a tribe of yogi warriors. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So tell us a little bit about, before we wrap up, I know you're pretty passionate about a nonprofit here in uh, the metro area of Oklahoma called No Boundaries International. Yes. What are they all about and why is it important to you? I'll tell you, that's, you want to talk about some mentors? That's some mentors, but not in the yoga community, in, in the Christian community, in the women, women empowerment community. Okay. Uh, there was a group of women that, um, at a local church on the southwest side of Oklahoma City when I was living over there in Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. They were offering business attire, briefcases, uh, personal hygiene products, things for your children, things for single moms. And I, there was a time when I have to humble myself to the fact that, you know, I had become a widow and I was out there for many years as a single mom. And, and so, you know, it took me a while to to fix a lot of things and I'm working on all that healing stuff now. And that's another podcast, <laughs> no, but no, these women at, at the, at the, at this, at this old fire station, they would come at once a week and pray with me and pray for my children and, and give me fresh sack of groceries and say, Hey, you got this. And here's this beautiful Betsy Johnson briefcase. We want you to look good at work. Cause I didn't have anything really, you know, there for a few months, I was getting back on my feet. Yeah. In other words, I've been, I've dined with the Kings and, you know, had to scrape and scratch some other times, but it's been a balance. It's been that dance of balance. And that's why I'm so grateful for anything and everything I have, which I owe George a lot. Like I said, I'm very grateful to him for making this dream possible. That's why I want to put all the work and all the hard work and effort into it and not give up. I just need to get the tools. So I'm really hoping that you and I can develop a good relationship because you have so much you can give to me, as far as business advice for me, I believe on the digital technology scale as well. I just need all that help. I desperately need all that help. Yeah, we but all I'm, need a little help from I'm time not, to time. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not giving up. And, and that's really the biggest message I want to give everybody is, hey, let's none of us give up. That's let's right. not give up just because of COVID, just because of setbacks. I've had so many setbacks, so I just don't think we should give up. Let's just keep going forward. And I'm so glad we did this because I me think too. it's been good therapy today for me to just get all of this out. Yeah. <laughs> and it just so, flowed. It just flowed. So everybody, please come to yoga. Don't be bashful. We do beer yoga, wine yoga, goat yoga. So. 
any way you want to get your yoga, you can get it in uh, at Yoga Mountain Day Sunset Spa. yoga, sunrise yoga on the patio yoga stuff. I mean, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be fun. Awesome. All right. So tell us where, tell the guests where they can find you and connect to come and uh, see your facility, participate in yoga, or when it, maybe even do some shopping. Exactly. So I'm located on the cross of Highway 19 and Highway 183. And we're not, we're, I'd say about 25 minutes from Quartz Mountain, and there's a lodge there. Yes. Uh, and then we're about 45 minutes from the Wichita Mountains and Medicine Park and Latonk, Lake Latonka. So then, the, you know, so that drive through the refuge, through the wildlife refuge, Medicine Park. Mount Scott, any of those day excursions, day hiking, you know, feel free to come. We have a eucalyptus steam sauna, two mm. hot tubs, and an infrared dry sauna with Himalayan salt packs, a stereo with Bluetooth, mm. Wi-Fi, and multi-chrome colors for, nice. different, for different healing, you know. Uh, yeah. So we've got healing and, and compassion over here, and we're just going to be a welcoming space. So I'd say from Oklahoma City, the best thing to do is just jump on I-40, get off, I believe it's exit 66 or 64, but anyway, it's basically a Clinton exit. You get off of there and you take Highway 183 towards Cordell. Keep going and you'll run right into Yoga Mountain Day Spa. You cannot miss us. We're the round circle building with two stories across in from Roosevelt, Oklahoma. In, yes. Named after the late president, Roosevelt. Teddy. I learned something new today. Roosevelt. Exactly. I I'm glad it. I could have brought some trivia and some, some new little knowledge and wisdom to you. And yes. I can't wait till you're our personal guest out here when everything is really just off and popping. I would love, love, love to spoil you with a spa day out here. Mike oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank no you problem. so much, Angela, for being our guest. And thank you for being a queen that leads. You guys go over to yogamountaindayspa.com and learn more about Angela. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram and see some of their great pictures and offerings there. 